0: Welcome to Allendale Market Talk Podcast. This is Greg McBride and Mike Lung. Well, Mike, we don't even need to have a pre-podcast meeting to decide what we're going to talk about. We're going to jump right from the close of of the session today here on uh, December 29th and talk all about the beans because, holy cow, did they blow up today. And this is the biggest move I can remember seeing in the last what six months at
1: least i mean have we had a day where we've been 40 cents higher it's definitely been a long while um and also where we're at in prices encroaching 13 dollars at this point it's it's quite amazing and another thing that about it is we're at the end of well coming up to the end of the week of the end of the month of the end of the year and It is just getting absolutely ridiculous when in time frame where it's typically pretty quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're seeing good volume backing this thing up. You're seeing open interest day after day decrease, which is leading me to believe that this uh, fund position where you had the short side of that equation go from just over uh, 9,000 contracts short up to just shy of 15 this uh, on this last report, believing that we're seeing some of those positions saying, you know what, get me out of this thing. It is just killing me. We're coming to the end of the quarter and I don't want anything to do with it. And on top of that, you also have March, that are increasing here at the end of the day so on top of already taking a beating on the short side you could also be seeing people saying you know what i don't even want to pay that extra however much more it is uh to hold this through the overnight this thing is just getting absolutely ridiculous on me
0: i mean the beans did something that uh, we typically would reserve for the wheat which was an outside day down yesterday followed by an outside day up today and I mean, was it basically just setting the bear trap and and letting it spring on on some of these guys that thought that 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 move off of yesterday's uh, yesterday's highs that was it that was the top of the market? We've got to sell it. We've got to all pile into the short side of things. Yeah, I'd I'd say
1: it was definitely could have been a trap. Uh, you had a gap higher in this thing obviously outside day lower yesterday and then outside day higher here today you're seeing an expanding triangle on this chart and i would be very surprised to see people that shorted this yesterday not be exited here today uh at least on uh, a break of the highs which was still about 16 cents ago from yesterday Mm-hmm. right well
0: i mean what was was there a was there a fundamental push behind this because as uh, i missed a uh, part of the session uh, uh today but uh as i was leaving we were talking about the potential for argentina settling their their port strike did something happen with that that threw threw this thing out of whack because when i left when i left the office we were up about a dime and when i got back we were up 30 cents and by the t- by the
1: close it was it was 40 so what did i miss well greg everyone know uh Figured out that you left, so everyone just started <laughs> buying it when you were gone. But other than that, no, the Argentina strike, I have not seen any stories about it ending, how it, the the uh, meeting progressed between the, the laborers and the employers. Um, it just seemed like a good old-fashioned short squeeze, and let, let's get these, uh, everyone that's in a short going in the, the year, let's get them out of their positions and just run this thing. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, and and if you look at the uh, you look at the volume
0: in uh, in the January contract today, going into the start of the session, we had open interest of uh, uh, about thirty four thousand contracts. We actually traded thirty nine thousand contracts today. Is that uh, telling to you? Do you think that's uh, Maybe we're seeing uh, some rolling from the uh, from the January uh, out to the March, or uh, deferred contracts, or is that just everybody saying, "Let me get the heck out of the way of the uh, the January, and uh, I'm just done with it."
1: Uh, you very well could have seen some rolling, and I I guarantee you probably saw some rolling with first notice coming up this Thursday, um, but in a large part of it, I think it was just get me out of this market or mm-hmm. Let me just buy this with both hands. Um, You have a very small carryout. You have the Argentine strike that's still up in the air. You got potential weather problems. Uh, You got, I mean, just any bullish story you can throw at this thing you got. And people are just ready to just keep jumping in on this thing because, like we talked about earlier, it's not happening on extremely low volume either. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, the volume surprisingly has been phenomenal.
0: One of the guys in the office uh uh pointed it out. He says, Well, maybe the reason that the volume is actually so good is because people have been working from home this whole time. So there's no no sense in taking vacation uh uh during the shortened week like we would normally see. So uh there people are more engaged at this point, uh, at this point in the year than they typically would be. But I mean to see the volatility or see the excitement that we're seeing in this, uh, in this market is still surprising regardless of the volume.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just, I mean, call it a 2020 move. It's, it's just (laughs) something that one last Hey, let me just mess with you guys a little bit more before I'm out. Right. (laughs) And then, yeah, I mean, that's
0: exactly right. And then, and then if you look at the, if you look at where we're at, uh, as we start to look at the new crop side of things, uh the 21 uh contract for November is is knocking on the door to actually hit eleven dollars uh, uh square today. So you're even though your your two dollar discount, basically a two-dollar discount from uh, old crop to new crop, you're still seeing eleven dollars. You still have that potential to see higher prices uh coming. And what we saw yesterday when we had the 8 a.m. sales, there are still new crop purchases coming into, uh, into the soybeans, 125,000 tons, uh, which that would at the earliest be for delivery in, in October. Mm-hmm. So yeah. this, I mean, this market is, is on fire and, and, you know, the little engine that could, which is the corn is just loving this and, and following along, uh, making new contract highs, uh, every single day as well. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's it- saw wheat a bit higher here today as well you saw corn higher beans are higher cotton's higher uh it's just a hey let's let's keep buying this thing and at this point like we talked about it doesn't have to make a whole lot of sense with beans at this point carrying everything Mm -hmm. uh you're going to continue to see this well you could continue to see this thing Run higher until, like we've talked about in the past, you just completely turn off demand and we have rationed it. But until then, it's how much pain can we inflict on our uh, demand before we finally turn people off and say, all right, you know what? I'm done. I'm going going elsewhere. Or Brazil comes out and we finally know what they're going to be looking at for a crop.
0: Yeah, at some point they will solve this Argentine port strike too. I mean, the, Argentina is a is a major uh, exporter of bean meal and corn. And from what we've heard, there's up, upwards of 175 uh 175 vessels that are waiting to be loaded and and ship out. And that's just billions of dollars worth of grain. Uh, that are that's just sitting there so I think that's obviously that's uh, that's playing into the uh, to the idea for the corn plus the dryness uh, issues that Argentina is still somewhat experiencing even though they continue to get rain they need to see more of it to uh, to help that uh, help that crop out Um, so we're at a we're kind of at that tipping point as you go into the new year you start to look at uh, crop conditions for uh for Brazil and then it'll be in in a few weeks we'll really start paying attention to crop conditions in Argentina but i mean it just seems like there's there's no quit to these markets here for
1: the for the
0: US side of things
1: mhm yeah and that that's just the point where we're in and uh like we talked about last week we can throw all the same stories at this as many times as we want but at this point we're just in this mass uh psychological point of the rally that um you can get people very emotional very quick and make very rash decisions as uh seeing beans up 40 cents here today clearly shows correct yeah absolutely so let's uh let's take a a a little bit
0: of a uh a detour here and let's talk uh about the uh, about a few other markets and and we we kind of touched on this last week we now have seen the uh, the dollar back off again here today it looked like it had stabilized what what's that doing for our markets is that is that giving us uh, that much more support to say well i don't really care what the fundamental picture is even though it's bullish this dollar coming down just gives us that much more ammunition to see higher prices is that is that something that was playing into these markets at all no. It could de- it could definitely be something that's playing
1: in this market with us sitting near two year lows and if we break those two year lows <laughs> next level support that comes in is well, shoot well below us. Um mm-hmm. so you have potential weather problems, you have potential inflation, you have potential everything. Um, it just goes in the mix. You th- mm-hmm. throw all this into a big pot, stir it up and then just say buy me beans. So it seems I, I, yeah, just keep looking at it in any way you want, but uh, it's it's definitely something that the trade is just looking at everything possible that's bullish and waiting for, very much waiting for the time to say, hey, I'd like to get short, mm-hmm. um, but I don't want to do it here. And if you have those uh, people not willing to put those sell orders in, it can definitely see this market just melt up. Right now, do we have
0: any uh, any thoughts as to what price we'd need to see or what sort of a a corn bean ratio we'd need to see uh, to think that we're buying uh, soybean acres at this point. Because as we talked about uh, in last week's episode, we're not at that point. There's nothing that says that uh, uh, guys out there should be planting that many more soybean acres uh, when you just purely look at... Yield at uh, trendline yields versus uh, uh, board price for for the new crop contracts. Um, is there anything uh, any ideas on where we'd need to see that new crop uh, contract uh, get to on the beans before we start to think that we're buying some acres there? At this point,
1: uh, acres are pretty well locked in. You, you got that so. decision made at the beginning of December. Uh, I did look back and try to do a study trying to find any kind of correlation between corn and bean prices during the the fall winter time and how that affects the um, the acreage come spring but there's just no clear correlation there that you can point to Mm -hmm. so at this point you've got to you've got to believe that we will be
0: uh over at or above 90 million acres for corn uh 87 88 million for uh for beans, somewhere in that neighborhood i think that's what uh
1: uh, some of those baseline numbers we're looking for, anyway. Yeah, I, I'd I'd say probably 88, to 89 for beans, and probably 90 to 91 for corn is okay. where I would throw it at. Okay. All right. Well, uh, any uh, anything
0: that you want to add into what's the uh, what's the setup in the wheat? I know, obviously big down day yesterday we kind of went up to that uh uh resistance point of uh around that 6:30 uh, on the chicago contract and then we backed off uh, uh about 20 or 30 cents uh yesterday and now here today uh kind of just playing the willing follower with uh with corn and beans anything setting up there that we need to be watching for
1: Most definitely. At this point, what we should be watching for is a break and close on Thursday above uh, 628 and three quarters. Because if you do see that, what you're gonna be looking at here on this monthly chart is an outside month higher for this Mm -hmm. week contract. And as of right now, it seems like we do have a uptrend in place, and with a potential close above that, really just amplifies the the want of this market to be bullish as well as the other ones, maybe just piggybacking along, whatever it may be, but uh, that's going to be a decent indicator to be looking at. If it does fail and you start to see this back off in the end of the week, you could be looking at a, uh, um, what's called, a horn pattern, which would uh, suggest a, a turnaround move, potentially moving us back down, down towards uh, fair economy value for your wheat. But as of right now, that's going to be your your key area you're looking at going into the end of this week is that uh, 628 three quarters. Okay. Now, uh looking
0: qu- uh, quickly at the corn, um we're getting back to uh to overbought uh, conditions. Um we've seen this uh this, you know, obvious uh, move uh to to new highs uh, basically every day for well shoot uh, s- since mid-month. Um any concerns over that or is this just another market that doesn't matter uh what the what your economic value is? We're just going to continue to trade higher because well, let's see january's report is coming out we expect that to be friendly the beans are are on a tear so there's no there's no real downside risk uh in that market is that how is that how you have to be looking at the uh the corn at this point too
1: corn i i think you can be looking a little bit more cautious on corn at this point than beans i think that beans should act as a support to corn but at what rate does it run? We're already at this point from what the USDA gave us for carryout. We're already about 20 cents premium to what fair economic value would tell you. Mm-hmm. So, looking at that, you're looking at this higher. I think uh, our front month in 2019 got up to 420 or 473 um, before it capped out, so we are fast approaching that area as well. Um, let's see, let me give you an exact number just to make sure that I am correct in what I'm saying, but we are fast approaching um, good resistance levels. Uh, okay. So a few things to be watching for and uh, could be looking at, if you haven't been making sales, making your sales, uh, looking at potential some lower risk uh, ways of protecting yourself through this upcoming report, uh, mm-hmm. things along those lines. But uh, definitely be looking at something to at least protect your risk going forward because 1.7 is not as bullish as a 150 for beans. Right, obviously. Okay. All right. Well, Mike, we have a a big conference coming up. Uh, why don't you uh, tell the folks uh, uh, all about that? Yep. So coming up at the end of January, the 27th and 28th, we will have our winter conference uh, starting off with true learner of world weather. It's going to be his first weather outlook of the year. So definitely something to be getting into and getting those uh, outlooks from him before he does any other conferences, get your plans together as soon as possible, uh, especially with how these markets are currently moving. No, no telling how long they will continue on this uh, just very fast, aggressive pace. So Make sure you guys get signed up for that. You can give Zach a call at 800-262-7538 to get signed up. Steve and Rich will be covering fundamentals and technicals on day two, the 28th of these uh, grains and livestock markets. So make sure you check that out. If you guys have any questions, again, 800-262-7538. But today for Allendale Market Talk, this is Mike Lung, Greg Pride, signing off. Have a great one.